You don't need a committee meeting. You don't need to call together some sinner to get a decision. God's got something moving in you. God's got something stirring in you. God is building up your courage so that you can give a sudden rebound. Welcome to Concepts for Living. This service is coming to you from the Chapel of the Anointing. We invite you to stay tuned for a life-changing word. Hi, and welcome to Concepts for Living. We consider it a privilege to bring you more concepts from God's Word. I pray that as you stay tuned, you will be blessed and challenged. In this particular telecast, I'll be speaking from the theme, it's time to bounce back. You do know that there's a difference between coming back and bouncing back. Stay tuned. I want somebody to act as though you were the preacher today. Look that person dead in the eye and say to that one sitting next to you, it's time to bounce back. It's time to bounce back. One of the advantages of reading the Bible is the privilege to view and to learn from the sagas. Saga, which simply means narratives of historic and heroic events in the lives of biblical characters. Reading the Bible puts you in touch with what you need to live today. The Bible is more up to date than tomorrow morning's newspaper headline. In the case of my text today, which was set in the period of A.D. 47-48, the first missionaries impacted the world. St. Paul and his intrepid companions begin to reach into the regions of Asia to bring the gospel of Jesus Christ. What began in Jerusalem now moves into the Gentile environment. God reaching his world with the truth that victory shall be the experience of all those who believe in this Lord Jesus Christ. Victory, I thought how appropriate, belongs to him. My destiny, my destiny is marked with victory. That means where I'm going, victory. On the way, victory. Because of Jesus Christ, you and I have the victory right now. And so, notice with me, we learn from these intrepid missionaries 
Paul and his companions. We learn what it means to bounce back. You see, a lot of us have to be honest about it that the devil has at some point in your life gained victory. Let's be honest this morning. We got to clear up a lot of things because it's possible to look like you got the victory and not have it. It's possible to shout and clap your hands and still letting the devil rule your life. It's possible to testify and still have a department of your life where the devil has set up his throne room. And where we were, we are not at this moment. Therefore, we learn from them how to bounce back. Look at someone and say, bounce back. So I want you to know that I will be very focused in the acts of the apostles. And what I'm going to do is to recount to you a journey so that you can complete yours. Notice this. In chapter 13, open your Bibles to the book of Acts. Chapter 13, verse 1 down to 3. And what you will find there is the beginning and their commission to go into all the world with the gospel. And when you begin reading there in chapter 13, are you there? It's uh, that you'll discover particularly in verse 3. And when they had fasted and prayed and laid their hands on them, they sent them away. You got this? That speaks of the commissioning of the first missionary group to go into the Asian and the Gentile world. If you would read continually, you would see in verse 4 that it, it, you know, the Holy Spirit gets involved. So they being sent forth by the Holy Ghost departed into Cilicia. And from thence they sailed to Cyprus. Now, you and I have to understand that this gospel is not just for you. It's not just about your church or your congregation or mine. What it is, is that God's got a world on his mind. I say he's got a world on his mind. God wants to get the world straight. He wants to get the world right. He wants to do more than just get a congregation. He's interested in the world where all the sin, the vice, the mess, the unholiness, the darkness, the evil. He wants to venture into those regions and bring the gospel. And so they launch out on this great campaign. The mission is before them. 
They proceed on in chapter 13, and they come to a place called Antioch in Pisidia. Look at chapter 13, got your Bibles, and then look at verse 14. And when they departed from Perga, they came to Antioch in Pisidia. And went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and sat down. And if you continue, you'll discover that they began to read the law and the prophets. And, and they began to speak to the rulers of the synagogues. The synagogue is the worship place of the Jews. So over in the Gentile world were some Jews. And they had a synagogue there. The place is Antioch in Pisidia. Now, if you go over into chapter 13, going to do a little teaching this morning. In chapter 13, you'll find that it says, Now there were in the church that was at Antioch. Now, Antioch here is Antioch in Syria. But over... Here in chapter uh, 13, verse 14, it's Antioch in Pisidia. So they depart from an Antioch, make their way to an Antioch in Asia, which is in the region of Pisidia. Now, it's important that you get this kind of... of, of uh, Geographical movement. So now they're in Antioch in Pisidia and bringing the gospel there. Everybody is not going to happily receive it. There will be opposition. Some people will serve the Lord as long as there's no opposition. As long as everybody likes them, as long as everybody befriends them, then the Lord must be in it. No, God is in it, but you will have opposition. You're going to come up against some things in your life. You're going to come up against some things in community. You're going to come up against some things that are not right. But that is all the more reason why you are needed to be what you must be for him. You don't need a committee meeting. You don't need to call together some synod to get a decision. God's got something moving in you. God's got something stirring in you. God is building up your courage so that you can give a sudden rebound. Check it for yourself. See how all in the scriptures, how God did things suddenly. When the church was just in a state of form, waiting on the day of Pentecost. Oh, this day, Pentecost this year, it's going to be awesome here. It's going to be awesome. The Holy Ghost has just let me know that it's going to be awesome. When Pentecost Sunday comes around this next time, it's going to be awesome. But what blesses me 
is that this week I heard the Holy Ghost say, just tell them it's time to bounce back. Stop talking about it. Stop complaining about your situation. It's time for a bounce back. I just want the bounce back people to stand up. I just want the bounce back people to stand up and give God some crazy praise right now. somebody and say to that person I have been expelled I have been stoned <laughs> and I have been left for dead but I got news I wish somebody helped me to preach this morning I got news for the devil I'm not dead I am not out of it you better be ready for an instantaneous, sudden rebound. Somebody's getting ready to get up. Well, the three points of this message. Number one, make up your mind. Number two, follow through. And number three, Seize the opportunity. I believe that there are some changes that are going to take place in your life because of this message and because of your willingness to have your mind set to return and deal with the issue. And then, of course, make sure that you follow through. If you say you're going to do it, do it. And then, of course, receive by seizing that opportunity to make it happen. So they are retracing their steps to places of agony, defeat, difficulty, and pain. Suddenly, something has happened to rejuvenate their passion to revive their anointing and to give them courage and boldness to the extent that it does not matter what anyone thinks. I can't help myself. I'm coming back. I'm coming back. And it's going to be sudden. I got to admit it. It's true. That sometimes we need to read the scripture and apply it. To our own lives. Paul writing to the Corinthians. Openly admitted. Look with me in 2 Corinthians 4 verse 8 and 9. He says we are troubled on every side. Uh, <laughs> uh, wait a minute. He said we are perplexed. He said we are persecuted. Forsaken. I love this passage, verse 8 and 9, because I see a yet. And then I see a but. So let me read it out of my own interpretation. I may be in trouble on every side. Yet. I'm not distressed. I'm perplexed. 
Because some things I don't understand. But I'm not destroyed. Somebody better get it. I'm persecuted. But I'm not forsaken. I'm cast down sometime. But I'm not destroyed. I wish I have some yet but people in this picture. Now, now, if we can understand and appreciate that they, they actually went through this. Somebody listening to me this morning, either by television or in this congregation before me. The truth of the matter is that you have experienced agony. You have experienced defeat. You know what it means to be written off. But I want to tell that person this morning, without apology, it's time for you to bounce back. Now, they return again. It's important. When you read that passage, it says that they returned again. Look at verse 21, Acts chapter 14. Do you see it? It says, now, all that has happened previously, but now they return again to Lystra. You know what happened there. And then they return to Iconium. You know what happened there. They went all the way back to Antioch. You know what happened there. They were expelled in Antioch. They were stoned in Iconium. And they were left for dead. Listen to me. We have the right to return to the place where the devil got the victory over us. Our problem is we want to take off from where we are because I feel something. I feel this. I feel No, no, no. You got to go back to the place. Can you talk to the devil with me? Come on to the place where you messed me up. Come to the place where you took my joy. Come to the place where you caused me to feel forsaken. Come to the place where you left me for dead. Come to the place. Take go. You've got to go back to that thing. You've got to go back to what you have experienced. You've got to go back to the pain. You've got to go back to the loneliness. You've got to go back to the time when you felt like giving up for good. Go back there and tell the devil, come, I want you witness. Come on, you got to get him, you got to get him. Come on back to where you did this to me. And I want you to know from right here is where I'm taking off from. I'm going to start the whole thing over. The first time you were in charge, but now I'm in, oh, you ain't getting what I'm saying. You got to go back to that place and let the devil know I'm in charge this time. They returned to the place which they had been expelled, physically abused, and attacked with imminent death. <laughs> See, a lot of us don't want to go there. Because we think just because we're not there, it's gone. But if you don't believe that, get into a situation of joy. And see what he brings back. He always takes you back to those places. 
Tell somebody we got to fix it. That's why you got to go back to those places and fix it there. So that when you get way down here and the anointing's flowing and the unction of God is upon you, then the devil brings it up and says, oh, you know what I did to you back there. I'm glad you raised it because I'm not there anymore. I'm glad you raised it up, devil, about where I used to be and how I used to be and what happened to me. I've got news for you. I'm not there anymore. You can stay there if you want to, but I'm over here now. I'm over here in victory land. I'm over here standing with the victory in my life and in my spirit and in my soul. I am so glad this morning that they returned. Well, I sincerely trust that you have been inspired to bounce back and to experience God's purpose and destiny for your life, getting the victory over your unfinished past. What an opportunity. Seize it. Until next time, when we shall come to you with more concepts for living, May God bless you. Thank you for viewing Concepts for Living. If you would like a CD, DVD, or download the entire message, go to our website, www.fcogchapel.org. We would like to hear from you. Please send an email for prayer or send a praise report on how God is blessing you through this program. We invite you to join us again for another Concepts for Living.